0: when i was the most in shape it was the biggest focus hands down hands down it was the biggest focus if you if your best was in the past learn from it so it doesn't
1: stay that way
0: welcome to next level university i am your host kevin Palmieri, and i am your host alan lazarus At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs.
1: We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class
0: guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 960, last week's live podcast. Today, for episode number 961, when were you the most on point, aka when were you making the most progress? So Alan and I go on a lot of podcasts. I know that we say that often, but being on another show gives you an opportunity to think in a different way because you're getting asked questions that maybe you don't ask yourself or maybe you're not asked that often. And somebody asked me about COVID the other day and they said a lot of people during COVID, their businesses really, really struggled, understandably so. And a lot of people lost their lives and they lost their livelihood and it was a very, very difficult time. And I said, I have nothing but empathy for for all of those things, but answering your question the way you asked Alan and I actually did pretty well during COVID because we were already all digital and it gave us a lot of time to focus on the things that really mattered. I mean, Alan, I know it was difficult for me. I don't know if it was for you. It was difficult for me after COVID to start going back to the gym because I remember I had like two extra hours a day. Like I didn't have to worry about now I should have exercised at home, but I didn't. And I remember I would wake up early. Taryn would still be sleeping. I'd go out to the living room because that's where my office was. I'd put in my AirPods and I would meditate and I would do my journaling. And I was just unreasonably productive. Now, I'm more productive now in the grand scheme of things, but that seemed like a time where I was just very dialed in. And I think one of the big reasons is there wasn't any distractions. It was easy to focus on one thing because nobody was asking me to hang out. Unfortunately, Taryn and I couldn't go anywhere because everybody was on lockdown, but i think that <clears throat> excuse me this is the the frame that i had it for this episode and alan and i are giggly so if we if we jeff here that's what's going on when i was the most in shape it was the biggest focus hands down hands down it was the biggest focus and i think that people operate better from a place of necessity so if you're if it's the winter time and This is something that Alan and I deal with. If it's during the winter, I bet you you're not as focused and making progress in fitness because you know you're not going to go to the beach. You know there's no pool parties. You know you're probably not going to get your picture uh, taken. Hence, when Alan and I went to Florida, we got that picture taken, as we've mentioned in previous episodes where we got a lot of feedback. Human beings really, really use necessity To create momentum and necessity is just an extra reason. So, if you put yourself $10,000 into debt, you have extra necessity to make sure that you make sales calls or you save money or you get out of your comfort zone and talk to potential clients or apply for jobs, whatever it may be. I think human beings, when they are making the most progress, they have the most focus, the least amount of distractions, and depending on the person, if they can handle the necessity, they have the most aligned necessity. And I think the other part too is it's the most consistent. You're the most consistent version of yourself. And when there's no distractions, it's easier to be consistent. So Alan and I are blessed because we get asked these questions all the time. When were you making the most progress and what things are you still doing? That you were doing back then? What are things that you stopped doing because you forgot they got you to the dance? What are things that you never connected that helped you? Really, really dig into that question because questions provide an opportunity for a deep dive for a new answer that can bring you new awareness that can eventually bring you new results.
1: So, what Kevin said there was really powerful. When necessity is the highest, which by the way, I wanna explain necessity. Brendan Burchard wrote a book called High Performance Habits, and it's six chapters with six habits. And number one is that high performers have necessity in their life. So if you are going to do a marathon in three months and you want to run every day, you have far more necessity to run than someone who just wants to run for fun. That's what necessity is. So Kevin said that when you have high necessity, low distractions, and high focus, that's probably when you were the most on point. I'm going to add one to that, which is accountability. I was on the phone one time with Brandon on the NLU team, shout out to Brandon, and I remember asking him, when were you the most on point? I asked this question in my coaching calls all the time because I want to learn from the past to reinvest it in the brighter future. And I asked Brandon, he said, honestly, it was when I was playing football. And I said, okay, what was different? He said, I'm getting back there now with the NLU team, but I had a team around me. I had a structure. I had multiple coaches, head coach, offensive coach, defensive coach. I was the captain of the team. So I was on a leadership role. I was competitive, but also cooperative. I wanted to beat my opponents, but I also was on a team. I didn't want to let the team down. See, all the accountability and the structure and the consistency and the necessity is built in. And I say this often, most people were the most in shape when they were on a sports team of some kind. And The reason why that is, people think, oh, well, I was playing sports every day, so of course I'm in shape. But it's not just that. It's the fact that you're on a team. It's the fact that you're working together toward a common goal. It's the fact that you don't want to let the team down, and you have coaches, and you have accountability, and you have structure. And when you're an entrepreneur, or you start a new endeavor, or you want to run for your good health, you don't have that accountability. You don't have that team. Right now, I'm actually writing my book every single day, and one of the reasons now is because Sarah is sending an accountability picture because she's writing every day too. She's my accountability writing partner, and then with Jenna, I actually have another accountability thing going on. So, And then that's on top of PPT, the fact that I want to lead my clients effectively, the fact that I coach people all over the world. Kevin and I have so much necessity, and we try to eliminate. Distractions as well. And we try to prioritize really well. And we're not perfect at this. We struggle because we've got 25 departments and we've allowed some of our focus to degrade, quite frankly, which is part of why this episode is just as needed for us as it is for you. And I wrote this down.
2: I just wanted to take a quick second and give a shout out and a huge thank you to Next Level Podcasting Solutions, Kevin and his team. They have been incredible to work with, very flexible on the spot with any questions that I have or any concerns that I have. When I first started out my podcast, I was doing everything on my own. I have no editing background. I have no podcasting background. I knew nothing about it. So I was bootstrapping all of this myself while I was still trying to take on my role as a full-time mom. And once I met up with Kevin and we had these discussions and I got on board with adding an editing team, Oh my goodness. It just lifted this weight off of me. It lifted my time that I was spending doing my editing. And in the beginning, full transparency, when I was editing just my individual recordings, it was a little more manageable, not super manageable and then when i started doing my interviews for the podcast it was hours upon hours of me doing the editing that didn't include any of the promotional material that i am now getting from kevin and his team it wouldn't have been sustainable i would not have been able to keep up with that so i recommend kevin and his team they have done wonderful work in helping me grow my podcast i have really enjoyed working with the editing team and it definitely feels like more of a team environment versus me hiring them to do a specific job i mean we all work collaboratively on the projects that i have and i have these crazy ideas sometimes and they come up with a solution to fit my needs. I I can't recommend them enough. I really enjoyed working with them. Kevin and the next level podcasting solutions, thank you so much for the work that you have done in the past and are continuing to do for me. I'm growing this community and growing this platform with a beautiful team that is working for me and with me to see my vision and help that come to life. So thank you again so much. I really appreciate you guys.
1: If you, if your best was in the past, learn from it. So it doesn't stay that way. When I was in high school, people told me, Alan, these are the best years of your life. And the truth of the matter is, is I had a really hard time back then. My stepfather left when I was 14. Um, I had a lot of sinus infections back then. I was getting sick often, and I wasn't exactly, exactly popular in high school. And so I had a hard time. And I remember thinking to myself, like, God, I hope not. And so maybe for them, that was the best years of their life. And if that's true for you, okay, what was different? Maybe just like Brandon, it was like, well, I was on a sports team, I was healthy, I was happy, I was productive, I was structured, I had a team, I had goals, I had ambition, I was achieving, awesome. How do we incorporate more of that into your current life? I do not want, and Kevin does not want, your past to be your best. There is gold buried, not only in past failures, which we learn from a lot, but in past successes too. And so when were you at your best? When were you the most on point? When were you the most productive? And most importantly, why? And if you're not at your best now, why? Are you not incorporating those things? Do you not have high necessity? Are you not getting accountability partners? Are you not tracking your habits? Do you not have structure? You know, do you not have a team of like-minded people around you? That's one of the reasons why we created group coaching. We wanted to replicate, and I'll just say this, you know, publicly, Brandon and I had that conversation a long time ago. I want to say at least eight months ago, and we made some tweaks to group coaching because I wanted to replicate some of the things that motivated him back when he was the captain of his own team. Um, And I'll give you one small example. You want to talk about necessity and accountability. We all have group six using the app. It's called G6. That was their, their title, their group name. And, they don't get to go from six habits to nine habits until they prove for a full month that they can get at least 75% total productive output and no one wants to let the team down. And so everybody's crushing it. Everybody's tracking their habits. And I doubt any of them would be nothing against them, but solo, at least they certainly wouldn't be doing as well. And so whether it's Kevin or I on the NLU team or it's Brandon, in football back when he was the captain in high school, or it's a group coaching team. You need necessity. You need accountability. You need to reverse engineer why why you were so successful in the past if you're not at your
0: best, and you need to double down on that. This is another question I'd ask you yourself. Do you think it'll be worth it? I know the times where I was the most on point. I believe the actions that I, were, I was taking, and right now, I, again, we're still very on point, but compared to... I'm only comparing it to like, particularly the distractions. There were very few distractions during COVID. We didn't have nearly the size of the business or the amount of clients or any of that, so things were just different. But I believed that me meditating every day, me learning every day, my journaling, I believed that it was worth it. And I think that if you've lost pace, if you've lost the feeling of the progress you were making before, check in with that. Do you still believe it will be worth it to do all the things that you were once doing? Because- Maybe it's not as aligned as it once was. Maybe things have shifted. Maybe it's time for you to set a new goal. So this was going to be the point I was going to add to Alan. Vision and, and a mission. When you're on a mission, everything's a little bit different. You take things more seriously. You feel like you're part of something bigger. So you're going to force yourself to make progress where if it's something you're just checking the box, trying to get through, you're not going to care as much. You have to be invested the more invested you are, the more serious you are about finding out, okay, why was I and why aren't I now? The more invested you are, the more willing you are to look in the mirrors, which can be very challenging. But again, that's kind of our, I don't want to say our job, but that's one of our things is we want to help you look in the mirrors that you might you might accidentally or intentionally avoid if it wasn't for us asking the question. I literally said this before we started this episode. There's a lot going on behind the scenes with the business. And I said, yeah, of course, we're going to talk about uh, the, the episode we're going to do is when were you making the most progress? When were you the most on point when everything in the business is burning down to the ground right now? Naturally, that's the episode we would end up doing. But Alan and I need these episodes as much as you do. We, we're we always learning from the prep of these, from the post amble where we talk about hey what do you think about that episode when i listen back i learn it's so important and i'm grateful that we made it through this episode
1: yeah same brother (laughs) same do not allow your best to be in your past learn from it and reinvest it in your future and uh, we didn't prep what we were going to talk about, which I just realized now. Um, if you want to be involved in Group 7, we talked a lot about group coaching and accountability and necessity and reverse engineering finish lines um, on this episode. So if you want to be a part of Group 7, please reach out. You actually can go to the website, which will be at a link in the show notes. And you'll uh, see a whole bunch of different stuff on there <laughs> about group coaching. <laughs> Sorry, it's this is literally full transparency. This is my ninth Um, front-facing thing today. So Kevin and I are cooked. It's literally 9.21 p.m. and we've had a long day. But if you do want to be a part of Group 7, a part of something bigger than yourself, please reach out. And this
0: episode is dropping in like 15 hours. It'll be it'll be live in 15 hours. So when you're listening to this, Alan and I will be going about our, our days saying, well, that last, night, that last episode we did was really something special. <laughs> I never talk about this on the podcast, but if you are a podcaster and you want to succeed at a higher level, Next Level Podcast Solutions is there to help you. I said this on an interview today, Alan, and I said, it's very hard for me to say this because I think people, it might come off as ego, but I said, what if I told you that I knew more about podcasting than Joe Rogan? And the host said, yeah, it makes sense. And I said, I've just studied it. We didn't get lucky that we've had to learn so much. So if you're out there and you have a podcast and you say to yourself often, I really wish this thing was growing. I don't know what to do. What are the next steps? I'm sick of audio editing, video editing. Just reach out. We have something for you, whether it's doing everything for you or just doing a little thing. We want to help you. And I want to help more podcasters get to the next level. That is our jam. And you can reach out through whatever, Facebook, Instagram, email. No matter where you are, there's a next level. And even if you have a podcast, it's the same thing. Next level, Nation, tomorrow for episode number 962, last week's live Q&A. What happens when the questions you ask yourself create anxiety? That goes hand in hand with what we talked about today. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. At NLU, we do not have fans, we have family. We will talk to you tomorrow. Please reach out.